every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. In the goddamn refrigerator, eating up all the food, all the chicken, all the pig feet. You ate my dinner, my mashed potatoes, that good old gravy I like, and them biscuits I like to sop that gravy in. You ate all of that. You drink up all the milk, don't care what kind of milk it is, you don't care. 2%, 3% buttermilk, patent milk, polar cow in a patent milk can, I bet you eat that too. What's wrong with you? I'm hiding my grapes. You gonna eat up all my grapes. It's episode uh, 53 of Grow How Long Steak, Mister. Hi. No, how long in the steak, dummy? Oh, 15 minutes. God. Sorry. Fucking bakers. Uh, <laughs> I am your host for uh, episode 53, uh, Bobby Stills. Across from me, it is not Johnny. It is uh, Pam Watson. Say hello, Pam. Hello, Pam. Yeah, uh, we are coming to you from beautiful South Lake Union in Seattle, Washington. We are recording at Studio 212, and this is a production of Soundcasting Network. Um, Johnny's not here today. Um, Bye, Johnny. We miss you. <laughs> I don't miss his ass. <laughs> Afro-Latino. Hey. Uh, yeah, whatever. You're an Afro-Latino, I'm too. Full-on Afro-Latino. Yeah. Fucking, I miss your Afro. Loud and proud. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the mic, fool. I am. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Johnny's not here. I don't... Uh, I'll let him explain why he's not here. Uh, we had plans to have uh, his sous chef, Rick, here, who's been on the guest on the show, uh, come in, and we're going to have Pam come in. We're going to do a roundtable discussion about uh, mental illness in the restaurant industry, also about... Uh, what cooks really get paid but that did not happen so um, I went ahead and canceled Rick and had Pam come down anyway because little known fact about the show give you a little (laughs) brief history of the show Um, so Pam was originally the one that came up with this idea for Grill Hall Long Steak Mister and uh, Keith uh, who is our producer, also the uh, co-owner of uh, the Soundcasting Network. Him and Pam uh, concocted a scheme to come up with a show about uh, back of the house, food, cooking, yeah. uh, you know, fornicating, fun. Fornicating. You know how it goes <laughs> in the back of the house. Uh, but... Uh, me and Pam worked on the show briefly. It was called originally, what was it called? Pam, Pam and, and Robbie, Robbie Eat Food. <laughs> we <laughs> and, had our own theme song. It, yeah, and it was, uh, what were the call letters? It was Pam and Robbie Eat Food. Pref. Yeah. Pref. So it was called Pref. <laughs> and uh, Pam got out of the industry uh, and she got into another industry. And uh, so we went with somebody else. And uh, But I always wanted to bring Pam back. And I, and I'm, I I'm sad to say that it took me this long to get you back. I do apologize. I'm a really slow person. I've, okay. I've known Pam for over 10 years since hey, you were what, 17, 16, something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, let me get into my work update real quick uh, and then we'll get into you real quick. So basically at my work right now, um, I think maybe I talked a little bit about on the show last week, but hey, uh, <clears throat> somebody was... You know, ruffling a lot of feathers and we had to, you know, I had to go to my operations manager who I a lot of times don't believe has any faith in me and doesn't really respect me, which is fine. I mean, he knows I can cook. That's not the problem. He just sometimes doesn't like the way I act in the kitchen, which he he likes people to be a little more professional. He's very professional. Uh, Me, I kind of, you know. But you're a honey hole, right? Yeah. 
Uh, I'm a little bit lighter, you know. I, I like to, you know, play around and make jokes. Robbie likes to have fun in the kitchen. I do, I do. I believe. <laughs> what's the point of having a job if you can't have fun? Yeah. Um, but I shout him out so big right now because when it came down to it, and we spoke with him, uh, we knew we were doing a good job, and we believed in what we were doing, and he got our back and stuck up for us. That's really good. Um, and just he, you know put his foot down and, uh, you know, really went to bat for us. So I really want to say that I appreciate him. So, uh, I'm going to yeah. give your boss B- a shout out too. B- Big J. Big uh, J. You're yeah. a good man. He is a good man. He's, he's a good man. I want to hang out with him, but you know, he's scared to hang out with him. <laughs> <As> <laughs> Everyone's he, afraid to hang as out with he should be. Uh, but anyway, uh, other than that, it's going good. I'm going to go meet up with some coworkers after the podcast who never come out. Nice. Uh, shout out Lakaya and Nora. Uh, we're going to go hang out with them. And uh, other than that, um, yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, work so. update for you. You are currently back in the food industry. I am. How long did you leave for? I was gone for about two years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Guess I'll give you my background. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. We're gonna, okay. Yeah, we'll give the background first. I'll give my background. I started baking when I was sixteen at Madison Park Bakery. Left there to go to Frank's Quality Produce in the market. Frank's. Frank's. I love that place. They probably don't love me, but I love Pro- them. Produce girl. I'm Pam, the produce girl. Um, I was there for about nine years, and then I left to take some personal time. Went back in May of this year and then left to go to Biscuit Bitch. Well, you went back to Frank's. Yeah, I went back to Frank's. But you didn't have the same job. Kind of. I went back for like a sales position. Yeah, but they, so that part, which I didn't know when you went back to Frank's, Mm -hmm. that they had been sold to. We sold our wholesale company to Charlie's. That's right. So even if you're buying Frank's, right? Yeah, you're still you're, kind of buying Charlie's, buying Charlie's <laughs> which I don't know if people but, know that. But it's a it's a good thing because Charlie's is good for really big restaurants, big corporations, yeah. grocery stores. Frank's is good for restaurants, small restaurants, nothing yeah. over. You know, I mean, I used to shop. Seeds. I mean, you'd see me down there. I used yeah. to shop when I worked downtown. Robbie and I actually met it. That, that's right. Um, you know, I used to go down there shopping and stuff like that to pick up you know shit we needed for the kitchen and stuff. Yeah. So shout out Produce Boy. I wonder if he listens to oh, this. Oh, Produce Boy, hi. I, I really don't fuck with him. That much anymore, but I still love them. It's hard to fuck with people when they don't live here. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if he listens to the podcast. I don't know. He he find this quite interesting. But Jeff's yeah. Jeff still works for Frank's. Jeff still works on that. I love Jeff. Jeff, he, I love you. He's him. gonna come on the show. Uh, he listens occasionally. Tessa, Chaz. hello. Hi Tessa. Chaz, uh, down yeah. at the market. Okay, so then you you so you're back and now you're back baking. Yeah, so kind of baking. I uh, prep all the dough. Portion them out, freeze them. For biscuit bitch. For biscuit bitch. So. Which location are you at? I work at the Pioneer Square locations, but all of my biscuits go to all three of our stores. So that's like the main biscuit hub of Biscuit Bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's our commissary, I guess. I, I love Kimmy and she's agreed to come on the show and we will get her on the show. Kimmy Spice is one of the she best is people the I've biscuit ever bitch. worked for. Yeah. She's, she's the HBIC. I love her. <laughs> Head biscuit in charge? Yeah. Head bitch in charge. Yeah. So uh, it's great. My grandma hates it. She hates the word bitch. She's like, I can't yeah. work somewhere in the I mean, biscuit bitch. I remember when they opened up their first location on First Avenue and they put the sign out there. Yeah, Cafe and, and people just would take pictures. People uh, still take pictures. And they're just like, I can't believe somebody would call their business this. And I'm yeah. like, yo, but her biscuits are popping. They're so good. 
So they, they are popular. I highly recommend Biscuit Bitch. And so your job anyway, there is... I just make the biscuits. You just make the biscuits. Yeah. You're not baking the biscuits. No, I'm not baking the biscuits. You're just fucking with that dough. I'm all about my dough. So you went from counting dough... To make it, to make it, <laughs> I went from making dough to counting dough to making dough. All right, um, and uh, you, uh, what's your hours there? They're supposed to be from six to one. <laughs> as long as you get your biscuits done, it's six done. in the morning, six at night. To six one in the at, I was gonna say that's kind of late. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know any bakers with morning jobs. Like yeah, that, so. six to one. Mm-hmm. So, but if you get done early, you get to leave early. I get done in about four hours. Online. Do you get paid for working? I get paid for the four hours. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now is Luke, I'm, I'm pretty fast. Is Luke your boss? Luke is my boss. Luke, oh, I love Luke. <laughs> Luke is great. Luke was there in the very beginning, four years ago. He did. He made all of Kimmy's biscuits at Tonya's, actually. That's what I was going to say. He was making biscuits for yeah. Biscuit Bitch <laughs> While he before there really was a Biscuit Bitch. For her pop-up, because it was at, a nighttime pop-up. It was pop-up. a nighttime pop-up that they served after-hours biscuits. Yeah. And he was cooking them in uh, a, f- a former friend <laughs> of ours bar. Yeah. Uh, which, I don't know what kind of deal they had out. I was just hanging out with one of the new owners of that bar last night. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Hey, so- Sonia's. Yeah, Sonia's crew. We What's like up? you guys. New owners, go check it out. You know, it's, 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 they treat people better there now. Yeah. Fuck the old owner. I'll go ahead and say his name. <laughs> fuck Glenn Park. <laughs> Park. Uh, I don't like to call people out by name, but fuck that dude. He's a scum. You know, he's a scumbag, dude. I saw him and my hair was out. And He's like, you need to comb your hair. Like, you dude's need a, to go dude's back a to racist, room. a misogynist, and um, just and he's cheap. Uh, yeah, he <laughs> he knows how to do taxes, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> he's had a line down the block to do like people in the industry's taxes. Really? Go see. He enjoyed doing it because he likes ripping off the government. <laughs> <laughs> Pam, you're gonna get me in trouble. So I'm glad I don't have a show with oh, you. Oh man. <laughs> All right. So, um, like your update. Yeah, Pam has been uh, cooking in the industry for a long time. She knows everybody. She's one of the only people that I know that knows more people in the industry than me. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. She's also a lot of people. She's also dated a lot of chefs. (laughs) You want to go down that list? No, we're not going down that list. We can go down that list. I mean, some of your ex-boyfriends are doing big things these days. You know, I'm really proud of... The, 90% the, of my <laughs> I've I've dated. What, what attracts you to the chefs? What, what For a long time, that's all I, those are the those only are people you interacting with. I was at Frank six days a week, you know, 10 to 14 hours a day. So when you only talk to chefs, that's who you know how to interact with. And I can't go out with normal guys. <laughs> Cause like a sailor, yeah. <laughs> I can drink anyone under the table. That's so. what we should. T- that's what we should talk about on the podcast today. <laughs> is like what it's like to date a chef because we, you know, my last female host, Hello Echo Hawk. Yeah, she was kind of shy and timid and didn't really date people in in the industry. Because She's smart. She, You're a smart woman, Hello. Well, she thought we were. All, she also thought we were all dickheads. You know, she saw us at our. And she worked, all chefs are dickheads. Yeah, but you didn't work online with them. No, you know what I'm saying. You were in the back. You know, you got yeah. your fucking all your 
fucking baking tools out. Yeah. All really or- cute and <laughs> flour all over your nose, you know, and you weren't on the line getting the brunt of it, getting yelled at. Yeah. You, the only time you got yelled at is when a fucking chef, well, you didn't even interact with the chef that time. You were gone in the morning before they came. Yeah. Or And they would say, what the fuck is this? And you just. Go, or when I was selling produce, I would get yelled at when their wife fucked up. And they'd call me and be like, my fucking tomatoes are rotten. <laughs> and my wife fucking threw something out of the fridge. And I'm like, oh, okay. And they're like, fuck you. Bring me my fucking tomatoes. <laughs> Chef's already cut. I love them. I love them though. Yeah, but that's what, that, but that, what, was, that, what was good with you about being a produce girl was that you... You know, you know a lot about produce. Yeah, you know a lot about herbs. Yeah, um, love and, the herbs. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so you could talk to them on that level. Yeah, most girls, a lot of girls can't talk no. to them on that no, level. No, and a lot of and people so if are they would, afraid to approach them with the same abrasiveness that they approach other people with. Exactly. They're kind of like fuck you. And you price. give it right back to them. Yeah. Uh, when they argue about price or they argue about <laughs> the quality of your produce. You, you knew when you were selling them bullshit yeah. and you're trying to pass it off. And I'd let them know that it was bullshit. But then you give them a discount. Yeah. Uh, and when you complain about the price of something that's perfectly fine, it would go way up. Yeah. Probably why I don't work there anymore. <laughs> it's a good thing. Keep talking shit, man. That next invoice is going to be... I swear the only thing... I don't... I hate... To, I hate you, fam. I swear the only thing about Frank's, man, sometimes we'd have invoices just pop up like an old invoice <laughs> pop up out of nowhere and we'd be like this is from almost a year ago <laughs> they'd be like don't care you have to pay this right now or else you get no more produce from us it was really hard being the youngest person there one of the only women in the company and running at like I did pretty much everything by myself for a long time so. you, you miss it Mm, a little. <laughs> I miss I miss the interactions with people. Yeah. Because I work by myself now. I see Luke for maybe 10 minutes a day. Luke's good man, though. Luke's great. I love him. So that's uh, that's that's the only interaction you have. You're just there. How many how many biscuits are you making? For this four-hour period. Listen, four to, hour listen hour to this boss-ass shit. In a four-hour period, I make 60 trays of biscuits. How many? And there's 15 biscuits on a tray. Do the math on that? You do the math. My phone's cracked. I can't do it. That's why we're in a kitchen, people. We were talking about, uh, you know, measuring cups uh, (laughs) or quartz. (laughs) I still fuck that out sometimes. (laughs) Last week we had my buddy Ken on here and he was talking about, all right, this wasn't a. Uh, we have, maybe I can say it. But after the show, we were talking about how he's at Amazon Go. Oh, nice. And he didn't want to talk very much about the show. But we got everything cleared with Amazon and stuff like that You know, before we released the episode. By the way, I got an email from a couple people about last week's show. And they felt that we were picking on Kent. We were trying to get him in trouble. because on Kent? Yeah, my old chef Kent Combs. Uh-huh. Uh, he's at Amazon Go now, and he didn't <laughs> want to talk about certain things because he, you know, the technology. He's afraid yeah. he get, he's not signed a non disclosure agreement. Yeah, and he was really worried, and he we were trying to get him loosen up. He talked a little bit about it, but well, was, it's new technology. Well, yeah, we didn't try to ask him, but a lot of people thought we were bullying him and trying to get him in trouble. <laughs> right, you I, are a bully. <laughs> But um, no, I assure you that we got the clearance from him and Amazon to put out the episode. So thank we, you, Amazon. Yeah, thank you. I Amazon. love you, Prime Now. <laughs> Prime Now. 
Let me, get, shit, let me get that password. <laughs> let me get that password. So, um, but he was saying that that they would send from their company that all the time uh, they make mistakes because it's filtered so many times through their system. They're, oh. they're ordering. Yeah. It's not just like you tell the chef what you need. The chef orders it. Yeah. It's all communications through email with upper oh, people. God. And since you're dealing with people in the upper <laughs> top who don't work in the kitchen, they look at numbers and they don't know what you need. Yeah. And so instead of they order one twenty five bag of of sugar, yeah, they would order like 25, tw- bags of 25 10 pound bags of sugar, so they get a whole pallet of oh sugar, and then he just take like 10 <laughs> off there and go, You can take all that back, <laughs> I don't need all this. That would be like a dream come true for me, though, to have a pallet of sugar dropped off at my house. Yeah, oh how my are you gonna go through that much sugar? You'd are you find kidding? a way. Have you Either. seen all the cookies I've been making? I, I can go through it. Um. All right, so work update from you. Uh, work work update, is great. Work update from me. Yeah, I love Biscuit, but you guys haven't tried our three locations. There, three locations. There is a market uh, location, there's a Belltown location, and there's a Pioneer Square location. Mm-hmm. It is the Biscuit Bitch. Check out the website. It's straightforward. Not that expensive. It's pretty quick. The lines look long. The but, lines are long, but, but they it goes go by quick. really fast. And the one on First Avenue. Uh, it never first gets in, hit up anymore. First and Stewart. No, they do. They're super busy with it. Yeah. Turned it into an express. So, Wow. Yeah. Doing big things, Kimmy. Yeah. Love her. She'll be on the show soon. Good job, Just gotta get a hold of her. Yeah, I love her. Um, okay. Uh, so usually we talk about, you've heard of the show. Uh, you, we talk about. I've any, never listened to the show before. You fucking lies. <laughs> uh, have you eaten anywhere this week? I have. This week. Uh, this week. Well, last week. Whatever. I went to a new restaurant on California Avenue called Ricolta. That's right. Uh <laughs> Pam is one of those people that says she lives in Seattle, but actually is referring to West Seattle when she speaks about Seattle. <laughs> so California Avenue, it might as well be as far away as California is. People, because it is nowhere near the residential or shopping or business or nightlife district it's of Seattle. It's not near the main area of Seattle. But I was born and raised in Seattle, and this is my third time living in West Seattle. It's yeah. very much Seattle. You always come back. So she's speaking at West Seattle. So she's gonna go. She'll be our West Coast, uh, <laughs> West Coast Seattle correspondent. To tell us about. So these are all West Seattle spots you're gonna yeah. talk about. Yeah. So this uh, restaurant Ricolto, it's a new Italian place, and it's built out in one of like those new townhome looking buildings. So it has a weird loft area in it that only seats ten people. Makes no sense. It's a really sterile looking restaurant. Um, but the food's really good. Italian food. Do you know anybody there? I Or did don't, you just walk in? Did you hear we about We just walked in. Yeah. We were looking for food. It was between that and the company store. I didn't want puffy tacos. Don't you talk a shit about it. That's my friend's place. No, I love it, but I just the, didn't What's want, wrong with the puffy tacos? I just wasn't in the mood for puffy tacos. I, Damn. <laughs> don't be, I have not been out there yet. Come out. The com- you, you live close there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like such an asshole on this show all the time. And you are an asshole in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like uh, our talent coordinator was like, you got to say stop saying a shout out. But okay. I don't because I say shout out all the time. I don't know. What are you supposed to say when you're giving a shout out? Yeah. Well, I just want to make sure people. Did thesaurus.com come up with other words for shout outs? I don't know. Hello. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. I need to get out to the company store. Do you, yeah. Have you been there before? I've. 
went there when it was just company, when it was owned by Jesse a few years ago. Then he closed it down, sold it to its new owners. Zoe and Joe? Hi. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I haven't I haven't been there yet. Is it, you seen the mural in there? No, I haven't even been inside. Oh, you haven't been. There I've been to the, the meat one. store next door. <laughs> of course you have. <laughs> I've been to the bar across. Okay, the street. anywhere else you want to talk? You want to you want to shout out? Yeah, the Carniceria. Yeah, on Fifteenth Avenue Southwest, so bomb. So you go in there, and it's like this Mexican butcher, and there's a shady looking restaurant next door to it. Best Mexican food I've had. That's a that big. Uh, it's a it's a big statement. That's it's a not big like fancy for Mexican you. food, but that it sounds like you're more in a white center. Yeah, it is white. That's, that's yeah. kind of the reason white center. Okay, <laughs> Reculto is on California. I know because I know that place. Yeah. but I don't know the other place you're talking about. Yeah, uh, me? Have I eaten anywhere this week? I no, I was too yet. busy this week. Um, Robbie was doing stuff this week. Big tings, big tings, my man, big tings. Ting, ting. Bought a ticket to Costa Rica is what I did. Whoop, whoop. You bought a ticket to Costa Rica? Yeah. Bomb. <laughs> so yeah. we'll talk more about that <laughs> off air. Um, but uh, no, I had the pleasure of cooking for about 35 people, nice. I think. It was supposed to be 40 uh, with uh, Chef Jordan Melnikoff, who's been a guest on our show um, at his holiday party. He also lives with one of my friends, Sean Simpson. Commonwealth, uh, Snoqualmie. Oh, Actually, he does. There? Actually, he does not work there anymore. Oh. He is gone. He is going to be out of work for a couple months until his restaurant in Ballard is going to be open, which oh, is cool. fucking called. I don't know. Um, but I had a pleasure. Of, tiny little space. Yes. Oh, I saw the build out for it. That's like, right. A couple months ago. What you know what it's called? No, I don't know. What it's I called. can't. Remember. I was looking for the name on the door. <laughs> like how I saw everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got a chance. I got a chance to cook with him, uh, and he, this motherfucker, threw down. Nice. Uh, and I love him. Uh, I've, I've cooked with Jordan before, not professionally, yeah. but you know. For I just want to interrupt for a second and say yeah. that cooking with Robbie is a fun experience. Yeah, we cooked many times together. Yeah, uh, I, I'm very um, <clears throat> off the cuff. Yeah, very um, fly by the seat of. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What you got is what we're working with. Yeah. Uh, because when I, I'm in a grocery store, I'm more like a chill vibe, <laughs> not uh, a what's on my list kind of vibe. I can't guy. handle grocery stores. Yeah. There's too much stuff in one place. Yeah. I get everything. And that's why you just got to get, you know, get through and get, <laughs> just get. That's, I have the essentials at home. That is one of the main complaints I have with people when I go to their houses is you don't have to have your fridge stocked with things. Stock your pantry. You stock your pantry with all sorts of bullshit, um, all your baking supplies, all your, your oils. Um, everything that you think you'll never use. Exactly. Buy it. Have that. It, it lasts it. forever. Yeah. Right? Want to Not forever. your spices. Yeah. Um, check your baking soda. But you go and you get your meat and your produce mm-hmm. and your perishables yeah. day of. Yeah. So your eggs, your dairy, um, all your fresh meats. I, I buy fresh, never frozen. Um, it depends on which store I'm at. Yeah. I like to hit up the Asian market sometimes. Yeah. So, so anyway, so I got a chance to cook for lots of people. Jordan uh, bought a beautiful fucking piece of prime rib oh. that looked like the side of a fucking dinosaur. It was a $180 piece of meat. What the fuck? And this dude crushed it. He was like, watch it be raw in the middle. And I was like, did you feel it? And he's like, yeah, I felt it. But uh, we did uh, two hams, uh, prime rib, collard, collard greens, 
um, roasted potatoes, roasted Brussels sprouts. Uh, we did a v- uh, vegetarian lasagna, which was amazing. I thought you were going to say Velveeta for some reason. No, uh, he did a <laughs> cheese board, uh, which was beautiful. That I mean, I, they told me what the tab. I didn't go shopping with them, but he told me what the tab was on it. Uh, all sorts of desserts from Alkai Bakery. All, I don't know, all over the place. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. The food was probably the best we've had. We do a holiday party every year. So I just want to thank uh, Sean Simpson and Jordan Melnikoff for allowing me to cook in their home like they always do. But for putting the putting the party on and uh, it's very expensive. Hi, Sean. Okay. So we pretty much wasted all the time in our show. Uh, and uh, We're we, good at wasting time. Yeah. Uh, this is just a, a catch-up show with Pam. I just want to give you guys some, because I'm going to have Pam on the show. Uh, I'm going to bring her back uh, a little you more, little more often. Uh, yeah. Originally, this show was supposed to be me and Pam, uh, and it probably would have been a lot more vulgar. <laughs> John, you know, Johnny's up and coming in like the restaurant industry, and oh, yeah? so he has like, a, you know, he wants to... You know, he beat the shit up. Yeah, he puts on, you know, puts on a front. You know, he's just like, <laughs> I'm professional. I do this and that, and he's he's good. But at the same time, he's like, you be tripping on the microphone. No. Pam just lets me be me. <laughs> I'm just as bad. You raised me. I know, right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Pam Pam used to kick it with me a lot, a lot in the kitchen when I was yeah. young. My first restaurant job ever was with Robbie. Yeah. Chef Hartfield was on here yeah. last week. Um, My boys. Yeah. So uh, we just wanted to go over real quick a couple of different things about Christmas that we, uh, you know, might want to share with you that's unconventional uh, that yeah. people go with. Uh, Pam, do you want to start it off? Well, let's, just, let's start. Let's start with let's let's go. Let's go top to bottom menu and let's give okay. them some alternatives. Alternatives. Yeah. Well, I just kind of like to stick with classics. I found out that turkey is not a classic Christmas meat. No, it's not. <laughs> if you listen to our Thanksgiving episode, you'd find that out. Well, I've always had turkey. Yeah. Apparently it's duck and goose. That's right. So, and I, my family doesn't really do appetizers. Like we come, we drink, we eat, we go to sleep. Yeah. So, so yeah. Think about, think about getting a duck or a goose uh, this year. Yeah. Uh, for red meats, prime rib. Yeah. Prime, prime rib, rib is, uh, prime rib is delicious. The ham is, loin. Ham is boring. Ham is so good. <laughs> I love ham so I, much. I know, but you got to think about the prices skyrocket on turkey and ham around this this around this time of year. That's why you wait. We're a little past it, but you got to wait for like that sweet spot between Thanksgiving and Christmas and buy like five hams. <laughs> and then sling them to your friends. <laughs> Hell no, that's for me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I would think we're going something quail. Quail. Quail Quail would be something nice. Pheasant. What are those little birds? Cornish game hens. Yeah, game hens. Those are something good to go with. You get them from the carniceria. But yeah, (laughs) pork loin is something to go with. Um, Also, um, for a salad dressing, uh, Jordan just, this is why I love other chefs. They trust you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I made a cranberry vin for Sean's party. Did you use fresh cranberries? Yes. Nice. Um, and so it was, no, not fresh cranberry, dried, dried cranberries. Oh. I don't want to lie. Uh, <laughs> but I used just some sherry vin, some olive oil, a little bit of honey, yeah. cranberries, uh, salt, pepper, garlic, shallot. Um, 
Any fresh herbs? No, no fresh herbs. I mean, really simple. I'm really boring with my salad dressings. It was I delicious. Like lemon juice and olive oil. It, oh, and I have some fresh squeezed lemon juice. Yeah, uh, for some acidity. So um, think a little bit outside the box uh, when it comes to get some pomegranates in there. Nice citrus salad. Yeah, really good. Right do some now. potatoes al gratin. You know, I mean, don't do stuffing. It's boring. I I made dressing for the first time this year. No, it's the second time. First time I made dressing, it was rosemary bread and pork belly and apples. That's, yeah, that sounds this delicious. This time it was cornbread and sausage, and it was so bomb. I will never talk to you about dressing again. All right, what's some other things you, you'd recommend for Christmas? I just had an idea in my head. Chicken, was, chicken, oh, man. Whole chicken. You don't want to talk to me about chicken. <laughs> I think the last show we did together was <laughs> talking about chicken. <laughs> yeah. You're so stoned. I know. Fried uh, chicken. Yeah. Uh, most importantly, what I'd like to say is um, I have friends. I have a bunch of friends here that are all from Hawaii, and they do a Hawaiian-style um, Christmas dinner. Nice. Um, so that's always fun, too. I worked for Italians forever, and the Seven Fishes dinner. Yeah. So good. So think of something alternative, and don't tell anybody. Yeah. And uh, don't, don't don't stress yourself out trying to go crazy. Yeah. I know a lot of people the out there holidays. like to host, you know, and that's really stressful time. And it's a stressful time of year hosting. Um, if you have people coming over, ask them to bring stuff. Yeah. But we, only if they can cook. Don't have the non-cooking friends bring <laughs> Tell them to bring chips. No, you tell them to bring the napkins. <laughs> And the soda pop. Booze is always good. Are you afraid Wine? of the chips they're going to bring? Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck brings Some chips? Some roll-ups. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we just wanted to say, I uh, wish everybody a Merry Christmas and just say, you know, it's supposed to be about having fun and yeah. visiting family. You know, it's not about presents Eating and all that sweets. stuff. It's not about presents. It's about your presence with other people. It's also about presents. <laughs> For you. Come on. We live in America. I don't think I'm getting, I don't think I'm going to get anything this year. What are you talking about? I don't think I'm to get anything. I'll buy you something. All I'll right. get you a lap dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's not by a little Puerto Rican man named Juan. Juan? I don't. I don't want that lap. What dance. about Johnny? Johnny. Johnny too, Johnny. Johnny is actually out today because he's at his lap dance class. <laughs> lap dance class. You didn't want to tell anybody. My palms. Are, you're making my palms slip, Pam. Oh, Robbie's getting Spirits. nervous. Oh my god. Gotta find him a little Puerto Rican. Anyway, yeah, we just wanted to make sure we brought you guys an episode this week. We didn't so do our ingredient of the week. That's what we're doing right now. Sorry, we haven't done ingredient of the week for like three weeks. What? Yeah, we've been slacking on our pimping. Oh my god! So Pam, that was pimp. one of Pam's most, that was one of the most exciting things about <laughs> Pam coming here. Which is like, what's the ingredient of the week? And I was like, we ain't got one. And she's like, we'll get it together. Rattled off a list for them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Pam, we let Pam. She picked chestnuts since it yeah. is Christmas. It's Christmas time. So do you want to go first, Pam? Or would you like me to go first? I can. Well, I will go first. Okay. How about it? Uh, so chestnuts. To get them out of the shell, you have to roast them. When you're picking chestnuts, look for one that's shaped like a D, flat side, or the round side. Get the D. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> get your chestnuts, preheat your oven to about 400, split an X on the flat side, roast them in there for a while. 
about 20 minutes, pull them out, stick them in a paper bag. Wait a second. Wait a second. Because um, I'm doing roasted chestnuts, too. Mm-hmm. Did you tell them how what what temperature the oven's got to be yeah, on? I said 400 degrees. Okay. For how long? About 20 minutes. I was going to go 375 for 30. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> you can do 375 for Robbie's uh, roasted How do you know that they're hot? What, which way do you tell them when they're, when they're done? So when you cut the eggs from them, as they start to bake... The cracks. The cracks will like um, will start to curl up. Yes. And then you just throw them in the bag for a couple minutes, let them steam. Super easy to peel. Yeah, you don't want them to get cold. You want them to be too you hot. You have to peel them warm. You have to be warm, or they're not going to peel. Yeah. Okay. So after you peel them, chop them up, and you're going to make like a Russian tea cake with them. Uh, Russian tea cakes are nuts, flour, powdered sugar, and butter. There's a recipe out there somewhere for them. <laughs> I'll have a recipe of tonight for these cookies. But blend them all in a food processor, roll them into like one and a half inch size balls with your hands. Bake them for about 20 minutes. They're going to be kind of hard. They're, temperature? Oh, sorry. 375? Make sure you preheat that oven to 375. <laughs> Come on, man. You know how hard baking is. You've been doing it so long. You forget how hard it is. I forget how hard it is. It's second nature to me. Let pull them out. Let them cool for about five minutes. Roll them in powdered sugar. Dust them off. Let them cool again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie and I love each other. Let them cool again, and then roll them again. You got to get the double coating on them. So. Okay, Russian. she stole my powdered sugar, but whatever. Uh, I'm gonna be doing like um, um, caramel covered ch- uh, roasted chestnuts. Um, so I guess we're both going desserts. We could have went something else, but yeah, this will be a cool dessert. I like chestnut sized desserts. They're yeah, commonly like yeah, yeah, dish, exactly. So. so what I'm gonna be doing is first you're gonna need to make a caramel sauce for them, mm-hmm. and um, what you're gonna need for the caramel sauce is you're gonna need um, a cup of brown sugar. Uh, it can be a hefty one. Yeah. Pack it tight and then add a little bit more. Um, you're going to need a half a cup, a half and half, four tablespoons of butter, a pinch of salt, and a tablespoon of vanilla pack uh, up, for that thing. Uh, so what you're going to do is you're going to want to mix the brown sugar, the half and half, and the butter and salt in a saucepan over medium-low heat. Um, you're going to cook it um, like on a medium-low kind of heat so it's simmering uh, for about, I don't know, five to eight minutes until it thickens. Uh, you want to add your vanilla to it, and then you want to cook it to your desired thickness. Um, I would leave it a little looser. You don't want, like, a caramel. Uh, you want to make a sauce. So um, you want to turn off the heat, take it off the heat, um, and continue stirring it a little bit. It's going to continue to thicken. Um, and then you can, I would take it out of the, the hot pan and maybe put it in a glass bowl or a glass jar or something like that. Yeah. Or a metal bowl too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you just want to get it off the heat because uh, it's going to continue to thicken. Um, but uh, before you make your sauce, I should have said this first, <laughs> uh, you want to roast off some chestnuts. And so you want to do it exactly like Pam said. Uh, you want to score uh, the top of them with an X. Um, I'm going to do mine a little bit different. Um, He's going to score his with an R. No, no, no. You're going to score them with an X, um, and you're gonna, you can bake them either at, at 400 degrees for about 20 minutes or 375. Uh, if it's at a higher heat, you just got to make sure you don't overcook them. Yeah. Uh, so you can cook them a little bit slower and keep an eye on them. You know, you, you'll see them. You'll know yeah. when they're done. You'll start to smell them. Exactly. Uh, you want to pull them out. Don't let them get cold. You know, make sure you peel them right away. Set those off to the side, okay, uh, while you're making your caramel sauce or whatever. Um, but... Uh, no, actually, you want to pull your chestnuts out. Uh, you want to grab some butter and you want to put that in a cast iron pan 
Get it super hot. Put the butter in there. Drop your chestnuts in and toss those chestnuts in the butter, mm. and then pull them off and let them cool down. Uh, <laughs> after you, you know, you want to peel them, put them in the butter. Yeah, yeah, and then let them cool down. I love butter. Um, then you want to make your um, caramel sauce, like I just explained, and then you want to toss your chestnuts into the. Um, the caramel sauce. Toss your nuts in the sauce. That's right. And then you want to put it over a grate um, and pour them out, spread them evenly. And then you want to pop them, uh, let all the caramel sauce drip down through the grate onto a pan. And then you want to put them in the um, refrigerator to ch- uh, chill for a couple hours. You want to pull them out and you want, I would probably say, mix some cocoa powder with some cinnamon and sugar mm. um, and then roll them in the cinnamon sugar. Put them back in the fridge, pull them out, do that one more time and you got some nice like sweet. Like Mexican mocha style. Yes. You that, could even do that with I just like powdered up, sugar and nutmeg. I just too. came up with that. Robbie's a genius, folks. Sometimes. Um, that's going to bring us to the end of episode 53 of Grow How Long Steak, Mr. 12 minutes. Thank you. Uh, Eat a dick, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, That's my favorite part. Yeah. uh, Make sure you get at us on uh, all the social medias. Uh, It's Grow How Long Steak Mister at uh, Facebook and Instagram. It's going to be at um, How Long Steak Mister on uh, Twitters. Twitters. Um, You can reach us by email at Grow How Long Steak Mister. That's Mr. MR at gmail.com. Pam, do you want to shout anybody out or give them how to get a hold of you? I love my bitches. Come see all you guys. Go see Pam at a biscuit bitch in the morning. Well, you won't see Pam. Just be waiting outside of the door at 1 a.m. in the no, morning. Oh, man, I got a cab driver that does it already. I don't need two people. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Pamela Am Shabam. Pamela Am Shabam. <laughs> yeah, you can reach me on Instagram on uh, at Bobby Stills. Um, yeah, I've been getting, picking up some uh, followers from there. I'm like, who the fuck is following me? And I see the food. I'm like, oh. Oh. Gotta be the show. You're like, oh, food. Uh, yeah, super me. producer Keith's not here today. Super producer? <laughs> Keith just had a baby. Yeah. Like, he himself had the baby. So, he we're look, gonna give He him looks him. like he's pregnant. <laughs> anyway, I would like to thank uh, Studio 212 for uh, letting us record here. I want to thank the Soundcasting Network for uh, hosting us. And uh, I want to thank Pam for coming in. I think we're, gonna, we're probably going to have Pam back next week. I'll be back. Um, and uh, Johnny will be back next week. Rick, sorry we didn't have you on this week. And uh, we will uh, see you guys next week. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Grill, how long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch.